You're listening to The Nerd Table on CKCC Radio, starring Dan Peck. Have you seen the card for the New Japan show tomorrow? It's going to be sweet. Eric Flores. Wait a second. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, go ahead. And CKCC Radio's founder, Chris O'Mealy. Breaking news. I have a crush on Sasha Banks. Listen to CKCC Radio wherever you find your favorite podcast. Welcome, everyone, to another edition of The Nerd Table. I am Chris O'Mealy. My voice is a little shot today because it's allergy season. Oh, and it rained for two days straight here. So my voice decided to just destroy itself. But the show must go on, and thus I will power through this horrible voice and bring to you another edition of The Nerd Table. Fortunately, I'm not doing it by myself. Please say hello to my co-host in crime, starting with Dan Peck. It's also been raining here all weekend. <laughs> and Eric Flores. No, you don't even have to ask. It, you know it's been fucking raining here. <laughs> <laughs> but is it better than snow? I mean, yes. Because it's Michigan, it's just... and it could be snowing right now. <laughs> well, it's it's just kind of weird, right? Because at least in Florida, when it rains... You know it's raining. You just don't know until you like decide to open the door or just look out the window. And you're just like, oh, okay. Guess I'll change. Oh, it's moisturous outside. It's rained every day this week because we've flirted with 90 all week. So it's been those, oh, heat break, violent storm. So Florida... And- and we even had, well, I, I messaged Chris about it the other day. We had one where my weather app said, it's just going to be a little rain. Don't worry about it. Definitely nothing else besides a little rain. Meanwhile, the house is shaking and the power goes out. So, Florida. <laughs> Fucking liars. <clears throat> Eric, I think we've experienced exactly that. The power going out? No, just or the floor shaking? The whole Or everything thing? he described. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite yeah. was the one day my weather app in Florida said that it was partly cloudy, and I looked outside and was staring at sideways rain, and I'm like, yeah, no. <laughs> it rained sideways! Are you guys watching my cats fight? Can yeah. you see my cats fight? Yeah, this is translating very well on this audio podcast. I, I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> I will, uh... Well, hopefully... They are doing if this synchronous uh, tail swinging at each other. Yeah. <clears> dude, cats... Angry. Cats are awesome. Right. So, so, we didn't have a real game plan for this week's episode. Um, what I wanted to do was make this a patron appreciation episode because we're, uh, we've lost a couple of patrons along the way. And I do take responsibility for that because I haven't been keeping up my end of giving the patrons anything really exclusive. And that's something that I need to be conscious of every single month is they should be getting something for giving us their hard-earned money and keeping us afloat here. So this is going to be a patron appreciation episode. Now, Eric here is going to be joining us for the first half of the episode, and then he'll be taking off. So I want to do the patron topics first so Eric can be a participant. But because we are in May now, Dan's already well aware of what I'm about to say, but I'm celebrating three anniversaries this month. My wrestling a few days ago. <laughs> my wrestling anniversary, my Disney anniversary, and my podcasting anniversary, all happening in May. So I've planned a couple of topics. 
for that stuff too, including a couple of wrestling stories that I don't think I've ever told Eric. And I think he would appreciate, including the storyline that never was. <clears throat> but first things first, um, our patrons did reach out and give us a couple of topics to discuss. And I am going to start with that. Our, uh, our patron count has actually dropped down to six from nine. So I do know we're not providing our patrons with enough content. And like I said, I apologize for that, guys, because y'all deserve... Way better. <clears throat> so, I'm going to make that happen for you. Let's start with the comments we got on Patreon itself when it came to Patreon content. Uh, let's take a look here. This one came from Brian Leon, a loyal patron. What would you like to see from future Star Wars projects besides the shows that are currently known about, like Mando and the Ahsoka series? And who are your favorite Star Wars characters? Mine is Dooku. Ooh, Streewees! It was Star Wars Day this week as well, so... It topical. Was. Well, May is <clears> a big <throat> month for Star Wars, of course. Yes, it's the anniversary, and of course, the, the uh... You know... Other than the new meme. trilogy, everything came out in May. The meme. Yes, the meme. That they keep on trying to expand to take up the entire first week of May. <laughs> I know, which is, like, May the 4th is funny in its own day, right? But everybody knows Star Wars Day is May 25th. That is actual Star Wars Day. So celebrate so, accordingly. I mean, if you want to do May the 4th, that's fine. But I've never, like, I don't do anything for May the 4th. I'm just like, oh, May the 4th be well, with you. Everybody else I is doing it. Watched, I watched uh, <clears throat> Rogue One. Your favorite Star Wars movie? That's my favorite Star Wars. I love that terminology, too, when people are like, have you ever seen a Star Wars? Well, that's, like, one of my favorite things, because, like, in one of the first episodes of Arrested Development, is the mother gives the, the Asian adopted kid. So he's like, here's some money, go see a Star War. <laughs> Gotta love Arrested Development. Love that I think of like who I feel like my favorite character is Obi-Wan. Okay. <clears throat> we are literally a couple weeks from getting <laughs> his thing. So. Is that expanded because of Ewan McGregor? Yeah. See, yeah. That's, that's the thing, right? Is like, you can talk as much trash about the prequels as you want, but no, nobody no, he was, he's ace in the, in the <laughs> nobody has an issue with Obi Wan in the in the prequels. Not, yeah, not a fucking soul. Um, I who, who who thinks that Obi Wan's the favorite character just on the original Tridge? Because it's like we don't get a whole lot about him, but we it's like you know you don't get that cult of personality like with Boba Fett, right? Like, we, we've seen more of him, and we know more of him. But not that much more of him on mm. a Ridge Tridge. True. But you get that prequel trilogy, and then especially if you're watching the cartoons. I don't know who my favorite is in the original trilogy. R2-D2 is my favorite Star Wars character. I like the droids, um, and I've always liked R2 because he's the, the cute droid. But he's filthy. But he's... Yeah, he beeps a lot. Everything you said had to be... 
deleted, expletive deleted. But really, I'm just a, uh, I- I'm just a fan of R2 because I've always liked the fact that R2 is sort of like a glue in Star Wars. Like, R2-D2 is Star Wars. He's been there since the beginning. He's been in all the major battles. He's just in he all over the place. Guy. They're even in Rogue One. Yeah. He's in everything. So, yeah, I would definitely say... Um, I would definitely say the... Uh, it would be R2. I know the standard answer used to be Boba Fett, and then people were like, oh, but Boba Fett actually sucked in the original trilogy, and then the more I'm like, yeah, you know what? Like, he's only cool because of the expanded universe, and then they actually expanded him in canon and made him cool. I think second place would go to Vader for me. Vader, yeah. Um, I've always liked the Emperor, because the Emperor was the perfect villain, really. Like, Vader was the perfect villain to get a redemption arc. The Emperor was the perfect villain to be the villain. But what Brian said about Dooku, like, that's that's a great character, too. And again, the class and poise of Christopher Lee brought that character to life and made it friggin' cool. And then, of course, expanded further in the cartoons. <clears throat> Indeed. Uh, and again, when, when it comes to favorite characters, I have to say, I, I hated the character in the beginning... And now it's one of my favorite characters in all of Star Wars is Ahsoka Tano. Yeah. And I think that was the point. The point was you weren't supposed to like her in the beginning because she was a whiny student. She was basically Anakin. What Anakin was to Obi-Wan is what Ahsoka was to Anakin. And then she grows and expands and becomes one of the key characters in the entire universe. So there you have it. But again, she's already in the show as well. So, and as far as like, I really want to see something that involves uh, Revan. Hmm. Look at the. I want to get the full backstory on Salacious Crumb. Jesus Christ. <clears throat> oh my God. <laughs> what? I don't even have a comeback for that. <laughs> I was like, all right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, yeah. <laughs> well, all right. My favorite was in, uh, wasn't it in Mando? When you see yeah, the there's one of them getting roasted on a spit. And yeah. the other one's just staring at it. Uh, um, things- I would be interested in seeing expanded characters like Dash Rendar and Kyle Katarn come around. Yeah, I want to see Ezra Bridger and Grand Admiral Thrawn brought into the live action stuff, which is heavily rumored to happen in the Ahsoka series. I mean, that's what we saw in Mando. She's still chasing down Grand Admiral Thrawn after the trilogy. Going for Thrawn. Which that's Thrawn, 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 Thrawn. You know, it's yeah, crazy. That's a long ass time to be chasing somebody. <laughs> well, yeah, but that's what's the thing, right? It's like him and him and Ezra have been missing since the entire original trilogy happened, just based on that timeline. 
Also, do you believe Ahsoka Tano is going to die in her own series? Because I think she will. Because she is not present in the new trilogy. I mean, she doesn't have to be present in the new trilogy. Right, but all the Force ghosts that talk to Rey, and she's one of them, so she's probably going to die sometime in that period, is her show going to be the one where we find out what her fate is? Same with Ezra. The, the, the strong I'd... hint there is that her and Ezra are no longer around. Never really thought about it. And then what about what's his face from the Fallen Order game? Oh, uh, yeah, what's his name? It's... Well, yeah, I mean, that's another one that we don't know the fate of. That's who I was hoping was going to get Grogu, because I was like, yeah, does it have to be Luke again? And the answer was yes, but still. <laughs> but it also made sense to further the storyline. All right. Um, Dan, did you mention who your favorite Star Wars character is? Or did I miss it? Lacious Crow. No, uh, straight up, shit, dude, I don't know. Maybe Han Solo. That's a good one. Han Solo's a good one. I like... Classic. I mean, can Kit you really go Kit. wrong with Harrison Ford? Kit Fisto. Kit Fisto's a badass. And Jamaican. He literally, like... During the battle, the droid battle, he literally just does one force push and, like, takes out 20. <laughs> He's the most badass in that fight. All Kit right. <clears throat> Let me flip the script a little bit. Who's the worst Star Wars character? Mm. I know the go-to... I mean, you go with, like, the Jawas, because there's, like, nothing about them and no distinguishing birth. That's that's just it, right? Mm. Everybody's go-to answer is Jar Jar, but I feel like you can still do worse in Star Wars than Jar Jar. Jar Jar is a good one. My least favorite are the CGI characters in, in A New Hope that they brought in. <laughs> <clears throat> oh my god. You know, like, the, the whole band and song and dance number at Jabba's Palace? Yeah, that was unnecessary. I think that's just it, right? Is like the big thing with Star Wars that actually hurt it was George Lucas's sense of humor just didn't get over with the mainstream audience. Like he had the stuff he thought was funny and it wasn't funny to a majority. There is actual good comedy in Star Wars too. Generally came from the droids. Uh, Han Solo with some of his one-liners. Lando got some good one-liners in. Chewy. Uh, here's a better suggestion, R2. Let the Wookiee win. By the way, we should definitely have a Lando series starring Dan, Dan, uh, Donald Glover. I would watch I need, that. I need more. I'd watch it. Yeah, I'd watch that. It's not enough for him being in the last half of the solo movie. Um, I guess I can make the announcement on this show here, but one of the things I was doing in my tournaments group, and I'm going to start doing YouTube content, is using the new WWE game to do simulated matches with 
non-wrestlers, pop culture characters. I'm gonna do a I'm gonna do pop culture mania as a series, which is gonna be like you guys just pick a match. I, I download the characters and I make it happen. So if you want to see Goku versus Superman, because apparently everybody wants to see that, you just sim it in the game. But I was gonna do a Star Wars Royal Rumble with twenty Star Wars characters. And I did successfully download 20 of them. I wasn't able to find enough Star Wars characters to do a full 30. Or at least enough Star Wars characters with decent character models that I would I would make. But here are the 20 characters that will be competing in the men's Star Wars Royal Rumble. I was going to do one for the women, and I've only found 8. And you need at least 10. So I'm still working on that one. But here are the 10 characters that will compete in the Star Wars Royal Rumble, which... If any of you out there are big Star Wars fans and want to call that match with me, go ahead. You don't have to know shit about wrestling to call it. You just have to know shit about Star Wars, honestly. Anakin Skywalker. And the character model I got seems to be the uh, Revenge of the Sith one, which is the appropriate one to have. Boba Fett. There actually was a decent Boba Fett with the helmet and everything. Cad Bane will be competing in this. Speaking of characters I fucking love. Oh, yeah. Also, we're looking for what's-his-face to show up. Um, I never remember his name. Hondo? Yes. Yes. Yeah, Hondo would be a great one for live action. I want him. Now, keep in mind, the 20 characters I downloaded were the ones I could get models of. So, I'm going to skip characters like Lando and Finn and Dooku, because I couldn't find good character models, or any character model of them, for that matter. So, I the 20 you're hearing are the ones that I genuinely... I searched for most of the main, the mainline characters, and I picked the 20 I found the best models of. Also, Chewbacca. I actually found a decent Chewbacca. So, Chewie will be in this. Uh, the next five are all Darths. We have Darth Malgus... Darth Maul, Darth Plagueis, Darth Sidious, and even though Anakin is competing separately, Darth Vader. So we're going to do a, a Mick Foley-esque thing here and have Vader and Anakin face each other. Because let's be honest, yeah, it's the same person, but they're two completely different characters. Would anybody agree with that? No, I agree. You do a little time time travel. And... <clears throat> yeah. Uh, Galen Merrick will be competing, as well as Grand Moff Tarkin. I actually found a Tarkin. Yeah. Han Solo, Kylo Ren, so there could be a little father-son tension there. Luke Skywalker, uh, this one I specifically found was Luke Young, and it's based on the young-looking Luke, actually from The Mandalorian, the Return of the Jedi-style model of him. Which was good. I've seen... I, there was a couple of Lukes that people made. It's the older one from the new trilogy. I liked using the younger one better, so I picked him. Mace Windu. So Samuel L. Jackson can get involved. Mando himself. Din Djarin, the Mandalorian. Obi-Wan Kenobi. And this would, of course, be Ewan McGregor, Obi-Wan. Qui-Gon Jinn. Uh, how do you actually say the name? Is it Ravan or Ravine? Uh, Ravine. Ravine, okay. And Thrawn is the last one. So it's actually a pretty good mix of heroes and villains, really. It's like half and half. 
Did you find any droids? Just toss some droids in there. I mean, somebody attempted to make a Yoda. It looked stupid, so I didn't take it. There's like, you can find stormtroopers and death troopers and things like that. But I was going for actual characters that I thought would be fun to have in here. I looked for all the mainline characters first, even Rogue One stuff, and went with what I could actually work with. Uh, The females got a little harder. I was going to at least try to get ten. I did find an Ayla Sakura, which doesn't really have the tentacles, but the rest of the model looked pretty good. I did find an Ahsoka Tano that was half decent for the character limit. I found the armor, because, you know, if you can make a, a Mando, you can make the armor. I got Cara Dune, I got Leia, Padme, and Rey, so the, the main three women are in it. And then, of course, Dan will laugh at this one, but naturally I found a Casca Reeves, because all somebody did was take Sasha Banks and put a Mando costume on her. Yeah, of course. They didn't even change the hair color. But hey, that's that's if I can find two more Star Wars women in the game, I would use them. I, I looked for Jin Erso. I looked for Harrison. No Padme? Yeah, I said Padme. Did you say Padme? Leia, Padme, and Ray. Oh. Those were the first three I got. I didn't hear the Padme. So if you guys want to... I'm going to do this in the nerd table, too. If you guys want to participate in pop culture mania, come up with some pop culture matches you've always wanted to see. Um, I've had a couple of ideas. I've told Dan I wanted to do, like, tag teams where characters team up with alternate versions of the actor that played them. So, for example, the ultimate tag team of Han Solo and Indiana Jones. Because you know that would be fun. And then maybe they can face, like, Austin Powers and Shrek. This is all Um... things that are possible. Eric, how about this? For the first pop culture mania, why don't you create a match that you've always wanted to see? As long as I can get the characters, I'll make it happen. Star Wars related? Anything you want. Anime related? There's fuck ton of anime characters that you can download because, you know. It's anime. Yeah, it's anime. Birds. Tons of video game characters. I wanna do a I wanna do a six person tag with Michael, Franklin, and Trevor. So if you always if you, you can do um you can do four on fours three on threes two on twos so like if you got a pair that you or like a a group that you want to do I think this game lets you do mixed tags so you can pair a man and a woman I think this game still has that feature just do like the Z fighters versus like One Punch Man or something Jesus Christ no it'd be fu- that'd be funny too because One Punch Man gets ass kicked in a four on one situation. Because the game doesn't recognize that he can just knock them all out with one punch. <laughs> I mean, it's I all definitely about how he gets to that one punch. Yeah, that's actually funny. And, and part of the situation where it's just like, well, I could beat him, but I can't fly. Like, okay. <laughs> so they just sit up in the air and just fire energy blasts at him until he's dead. Well, he, they can't hurt him either. For, oh, yeah, that's true. So yeah, think of think of something, Eric. And I'll g- Dan. What about you? If I could sim a match between characters and just be a ridiculous thing, Ghostbusters versus um... Ninja Turtles, Power Rangers. I mean, Ghostbusters versus Ninja Turtles would be the first thing I liked versus the second thing I liked. I can make that happen. We'll do it. No, but I was thinking about like 
Patrick Swayze from Ghost. Oh my god! <laughs> oh god! Or like, just straight up Patrick Swayze at this point, right? Oh, ouch! <laughs> <laughs> All right, okay. So yeah, you guys can come up with stuff, and I'll do. I'll probably do like episodes. It'll be like four matches, and then another episode would just be like a battle royal. Because uh, I've sit I, the battle royal I simmed in the group, in the tournament group, came out to about a thirty minute video clip, and I've decided I was going to try to edit in entrance music and make it really fun, so it would be you guys could laugh at who's coming out to what, but it's just become tedious at this point. So I'm going to let the first guy and the last guy get music, and then the winner gets music, and everybody else comes out to silence. You know what I'd like to see? And I know it's been done before, but I think it'd be great. Justice League versus the Avengers. Okay. You tell me which four reps on each team you want, and I'll make it happen. Try to stick to the guys, though, because that would make it... I'd love to do it with the mix cause, and have Wonder Woman in there, but pick four guys from each one, and I'll make that happen for you. Okay. I gotta think of, like, the top four Justice League, really. Super, that helicopter? Superman, Batman, the Flash. Superman, Batman, Flash, and... Uh, Martian Manhunter. Yes, Martian Manhunter. Martian Manhunter. Okay. Who are they gonna be your top four Avengers? Oof. Yeah, that one's gonna be a little harder to pick. If we wanted to keep it equal, let's do Iron Man for Batman. All right. Um, who's going to be our Superman equivalent? Thor. Okay, well, we'll I mean, Thor. I mean, in his part of the team, it's Cap, but of course, Superman is <clears throat> powerful. And Cap, top of right. Him. Well, if you're just going for for who the top Avengers are, I mean, instinctively, it would obviously be Iron Man, Captain America, Thor, and then obviously Hawkeye. Hawkeye. Okay, let's I mean, do that for. I mean, at the end, Hawkeye <laughs> versus Batman. I mean, I can do this all day. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> have you uh, have you seen the new Doctor Strange Vision, Vision instead of? Uh, yeah. Well, how about the, if if I can? I'm sure I can find good character models for them. I know I can get the Hulk. So. You know? Hulk's usually one of the first characters. Like before, there's actual wrestlers. There's a Hulk. There's always a Hulk, there. and Spider Man. There's always a hundred Spider Men. Spider Mans. Uh, you can do like ladder matches and stuff with up to six or eight people too. So instead of making it a team effort, they can all fight each other. So you could just throw eight Avengers out there and be like, "All right, somebody climb the ladder and figure your shit out." Civil War, baby. Civil War. That's right. <laughs> we can do. We can do a civil war. Secret Wars. I want to do. Um, I want to find some some musicians and get them to fight, like, get, like, a James Hetfield in there. Yeah. And have his pyro go wrong. <laughs> oh, God damn it. Yeah, you can make it's, that uh, a thing, James too. Hetfield versus Freddie Mercury. All right, I think Eric just booked the second match. If I can find a Hetfield and a Freddie Ooh. Mercury. Prince versus Michael Jackson. All right, buddy. <laughs> <clears throat> write these down in the chat so I don't forget. And while we're doing that, let's move on to another topic. So let me go to the Nerd Table group itself on the Facebook. By the way, if you guys want to join, 
the Nerd Table community. You can go to facebook.com slash groups slash the Nerd Table pod. Join the community and get hooked up. Uh, Adrian Cotton gave us two topics here. Uh, sadly, the only other patron who gave us some content to work with was Mr. Cotton. So, but we'll do we'll do his uh, his two topics. They're movie based. A movie or movies that, based off of the cast, you thought it was going to be good, <laughs> but was disappointed with it. Ooh. That's a good one. Have you ever gotten hyped for a movie based on the cast and then ended up being disappointed by it? Yes. Okay. I mean, if we're talking about movies specifically, it's less, uh, less an occurrence. But as far as TV shows, fucking cast for How I Met Your Mother. Okay. And the show itself was fucking fantastic. But it was all ruined by the fucking ending. I don't think that's what he was going for, but I, I think you just really wanted to shit on the ending of How I Met Your Mother. <laughs> yes, you're absolutely right. 100%. <laughs> oh, God, that's I, funny. I figured it, I, I needed to tie it into Mother's Day somehow, and there we go. Okay, yes, and, and happy Mother's Day to everybody out there. Yeah. Because today is... Happy freaking Mother's Day. Today is the day. Hug yo mamas. Oh my god, that's funny as hell. I love that you went that direction. <laughs> Alright, well let's let's try his second question too while we're thinking about the first one. Uh, movie or movies that you were pleasantly surprised by? Something that you weren't sure you were going to like, but you ended up coming out of it and being like, that was pretty good. I mean, most recently was the Batman for me. Because I actually wasn't sure I was going to like it. Because I didn't think it was going to be a movie for someone like me who didn't really have that much connection with the comic book lore. I felt like this was going to be one of those, you're not getting anything out of this if you don't know the comics type of movies. But I ended up getting a lot out of it, so. And that's just a uh, recent example. For me, it would have been the, the the newest Suicide Squad. Yes, that's a good one, too. Because even though I liked the first one, I understand all the problems that had with it. But, but yeah, that new one was phenomenal. Yeah, I was just like, okay, let's see how they fuck it up. And they didn't. They no, didn't fuck they it didn't. Up. It was so good. It's so much fun with it, too. They even went deeper with the characters, too. It was like, who the fuck are... Even I was like a couple of them people. I was like, the fuck? <laughs> who the hell is that? Yeah, so that's... uh. Oh, like the, for pleasantly surprised for me, it's like um, those times where we would do a movie that your wife recommended. So, like the Devil Wears Prada, that was a movie. I was like, it's not for me. I'm never going to watch it. Fucking loved it. <clears throat> All right, I have a list from IMDb that somebody created. Great cast, bad movie, and also the same with the uh, um, Mean Girls. Oh, yeah. Again. Chick I was like, not for me, but, like, I mean, they're all... A chick flick right. I ended up loving. <laughs> all right, so here's the here's the number one movie on this list. Great cast, bad movie. I love this movie, but I get it. The movie is Armageddon. That movie is gold. 
I, it is kind of bad, though. I, 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 I get, get it. it. I, get <laughs> I get it. it. I absolutely once they, get it. Especially once they like go into space and they got to deal with Peter Stamari. He's the best part of the movie. <clears throat> right? But look at look at who the cast is. Bruce Willis, Billy Bob Thornton, Ben Affleck, Liv Tyler, Will Patton, Steve Buscemi, William Fishner, Owen Wilson, Michael Clark Duncan, Peter Stormer. To be oh, fair, yeah, no, it's a great fucking movie. A handful is- of those guys weren't quite there yet. You know? True. I mean, still. Like, if I you mean- say their names... Damon Even Armageddon was still a good movie, but when you say those names, you're expecting a phenomenal fucking movie. Keith David's The General. It's an enjoyable movie. It's a popcorn flick. I it's mean, it's it ridiculous. It was, but... it was the summer blockbuster. Yeah. Uh, the next movie is Ocean's 12. Oh, that is kind of... Yeah. George Clooney, Brad Pitt, Julia Roberts, Catherine Zeta-Jones, and then... You watch the movie. Oh, so, is the worst of the three, but I think everybody collectively agrees with that. Especially when the... they come with the, the the scene where they're like, "Well, you do look like Julia Roberts," and All right. Bruce Willis shows up. <laughs> All right, I got one for you. I'm going to start naming people who are in the cast, and you tell me which movie this is. Oh God! Okay, it, it has Arnold in it. Okay, it has Uma Thurman. It has Alicia oh, Silverstone. <laughs> it does have a really good cast. And then you watch the movie. Hey, you know who plays Bane in that movie, right, Dan? It's a, um, it's a wrestler. Yeah. The one and only Jeep Swenson. Uh, Jeep Swenson... Eric, he was a wrestler that was brought into WCW, mm-hmm. and he was brought in to be the final member of an eight-person team that was going to beat the hell out of Hulk Hogan and Randy Savage in a cage. And when they brought yeah. him in, they referred to him as their final solution, and that was his gimmick name, was the final solution. Those of you that don't know, the final solution was that what the... Nazis called the eventual extermination of Jews. That lasted all of one week when the Turner Network received a slew of complaints about this name and they were forced to change his name to The Ultimate Solution. And then he did that one appearance on the pay-per-view, which, by the way, patrons (laughs) can listen to my live reactions to that match. Oh, my God. On our patron page, it's probably the se- the third most recent post. So there you go. Okay, I found the answer to the question from this list. I found my answer to the question because this cast looks friggin' awesome. And then I watched the movie. It has Alec Baldwin and Ben Affleck in it. Josh Hartnett is in it. Oh, Jennifer Garner's in it. John Voight and Cuba Gooding Jr. are in it. Frickin' Mako's in it. Do you know the movie? No. Pearl Harbor. Oh, well, Pearl Harbor. Okay. And yeah. I I, I'm actually looking at a list right now, but I can't remember which one it was the one that I was super disappointed in, but it's kind of the same fucking cast. 
It's got Sylvester Stallone, Jason Statham, uh, Jet Li, Arnold, Bruce Willis, Mickey Rourke. I'm waiting to find out which one. I yeah. can't remember if it was two or three. I haven't even seen. I haven't seen the third one. I've only seen the first one. I saw it in the theater, and I it was a good action flick, but it didn't like make me turn around and be like, I must see more of these. I remember actually yeah. got kind of annoyed when I knew there was a sequel coming out. I'm like, I don't think I want to see that sequel. I think the sequel was like the movie they wanted to make the first time around. Hey, you know what else had a great cast and ended up being disappointing? The third Spider-Man movie. Oof. Because I thought the cast was pretty good. I I thought Topher Grace was going to be a good Venom. I like James Franco. They had Bryce Dallas Howard in it. Thomas Hayden Church, baby! Yep. And then I saw the movie. <laughs> I only saw it on a plane, so... Yes, I also watched it on a plane. But I saw it in the theater, but then I watched it again on a plane because I've told this story before, but we are flying back from Europe. I finally got to sleep, and my buddy Ken came over to wake me up to tell me that they had Spider-Man 3, and he was going to watch it to see if it still sucked. And then I couldn't get back to sleep, so I just said, all right, screw it, I'm watching this. <laughs> and it still wasn't very good. I mean, I can find things about that movie I enjoy, but yeah, it's not a good... Not a good movie. All right. I think we answered that question. As far as um, movies you ended up being pleasantly surprised by, uh, that is kind of a hard question, honestly. Like, uh, Yeah, because you got to encourage it? me to watch a movie I yeah. don't want to watch, and yeah. then i got to be surprised by it. Which is why I was like, the movies we did for Shannon. That's what I came up with. Oh, yeah. We, so, we, on our old movie podcast, every time we would get back to Shannon's birthday, we'd watch a movie she picked. And we watched Devil we Wears Prada. Pleasantly surprised by that. I'd, I'd have to say that it would be the, the chick flick list. Devil Wears Prada, The Proposal, Mean Girls, Pitch Perfect. Like, those those chick flicks I wasn't expecting to end up loving, and I ended up loving them. Like, that counts as pleasantly surprised, right? Yeah. Um, you know what else actually had a, a pretty good cast but was very underwhelming? Was friggin' Avatar. <laughs> mm. That was when, like, Sam Worthington was like, he's gonna be the next big thing. And then he released, like, three straight shitty movies, and <clears throat> he's gone now. Yeah. Uh, I have a, I have a, um, a trivia question for you, for you guys. Dan, you might know the answer to this. But what is the most impressive sports stat of all time? Do you know? The most impressive sports stat of all time? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, that's subjective. I probably know it, though. Yes, it's, uh, the answer came from none other than the Iron Sheik itself. Hulk Hogan being a dumb son of a bitch for 25,102 consecutive days. <laughs> and... I did see that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, came up on my Twitter feed and I giggled. So, uh, you did mention I did see the new Doctor Strange movie. I will not, I will not subject anybody to any spoilers. Of course, I will say though I very much enjoyed it. It definitely had a lot of that feel that you got from the last Spider-Man movie. They took full advantage of the ability of the multiverse. It's a Sam Raimi movie, so if you're familiar with his directing style. You know exactly what you're going to get out of it, and it's so good. Uh, it's got plenty of surprises. 
The story moves along pretty good. Some of the action scenes are crazy with how they did it, and very creative too. Well, acted. not where I thought not not where I, where I thought they were gonna gonna take that movie. No, it, it it did go in a different direction I was expecting, but but I really liked it, and I'm really glad it it went that way. Like. Very, very pleasantly surprised. Again, pleasantly surprised. Although I had a feeling I was going to like it. But... You know, the first Doctor Strange movie would be a good example of Adrian's question, too. Like... I I ended up not really enjoying that movie. I saw it because it was part of the MCU, and I knew I had to kind of see it. But I didn't really like it that much. I wasn't sure if I was how I was going to feel about it going in, but I just remember coming out of that and being like, I did not enjoy that. But now we're at that point where every new MCU movie like this is basically an Avengers movie. So. Yeah, I feel like that's part of the reason they did what they did. Yeah. Yeah. Because I was just like, at, at a certain point, I can't. At a certain point, when does it become gods fighting gods? You know what I mean? Like, the power scaling is now, like, Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, but the issue is that DC starts with gods versus gods and makes it human versus human. Whereas Marvel <clears throat> starts with human versus human and makes it gods versus gods. Uh, yeah, as the, the cameos were great. And then, of course, what I think... Uh, you had the mid credit scene, which I've seen. I've seen the ending credit scene because I knew because yeah, I figured a certain thing was going to happen, and then it happened. So, but the I end have a movie. Sorry, I was thinking. I I also have a movie that I was pleasantly surprised about something. But continue, and I'll I'll, I'll oh I'll just my... say my my last thing I was going to say was the end end credit scene was awesome, and I love when it's just something funny. Right, something okay, funny that was to just amuse you. Yeah, that was great, especially who it was. Yeah, uh, Dan, you're gonna love it. It's a good one. I, I, I know it. I just told you. I've seen it. I've seen that <laughs> because I knew about it. All right, so Eric, what's your movie? But I'm not. I'm not watching the movie until my presently surprise movie, and um, I'm probably gonna get shit for it, but it is Eternals. There you go. I was expecting it to be hot, hot garbage. And it wasn't extremely garbage. It it There was garbage moments, but I enjoyed the fuck out of that movie. More than I thought I was going to. <laughs> there you go, bud. That's you know, good the thing about me in that movie was I was like, I think it's about time to get to the third act already. And then that was immediately when they went to the third act. <laughs> It did carry on way too long in the beginning. I that's, agree. You know, that's, I think it's about time to get to the end here, and then that's when things escalated immediately. You know, I still haven't watched it for that very reason, but I'm glad that you said that because now that I'm hearing some positive things about it. Well, the issue it, is they were like, we're going to introduce eight new characters and we're not going to do it <laughs> the way we've been doing it this entire thing. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, I think they actually do. They actually do a good job introducing the characters. But at the same yeah. time, how many characters did Suicide Squad introduce? And I still ended up liking that, so I guess I can't really use that as a judgment. I mean, it, it's kind of one of those things where, like, if you already know the characters 
and what they do, you're fine, and you're going to be pissed off at the same time. But if you don't know the characters, you're going to be fine, but lost. So it's kind of like, would you rather be lost or upset? Lost. And then you're really going to enjoy the movie. (laughs) Because I can turn around to one of my comic book friends and get an answer from them. All right, sir. Druid does suck. (sighs) All right, so... I know that we're going to lose Eric pretty soon in this episode here, so I want to I want to tell a couple stories about with uh, what's coming up here while we still got Eric because I want him to hear this. So, as you guys know, this is a big month for me as far as anniversaries go. As I mentioned earlier, uh, May fourteenth is the anniversary of my debut as a ring announcer in World Star Wrestling. May fifteenth is the first time Dan and I did a podcast together. Our old Club Kayfabe Wrestle Talk podcast. We debuted that on May 15th, and then on May 21st was my very first day as a Disney cast member. So, a lot to unpack this month here. Um, I'm going to save the Disney conversation for another episode when we have Eric accessible for a longer period of time. But I do want to tell a wrestling story that. I don't know if I've ever told Eric this one before, and I'm not even sure if I've told it on this show, but how the the sun, heel sunglasses thing came came about. Because there is a whole <laughs> this story here. This was the thing I knew about you before I knew about you. Before you knew, even knew me, yeah. Yeah. So, um, when I got my LASIK surgery, I got it in February of 2006, and I always remember that date. Because the show happened during a string of shows all connected in Hazleton, PA. Hazleton, for people unaware, is a white trash ghetto town. It's the perfect example of a white trash ghetto town. We were doing these shows at this hotel. I cannot for the life of me remember the name of the hotel, but it had a relatively low ceiling. And had these big chandeliers on the ceiling. With, like, the chandeliers that have, like... 500 of those individual little crystal pieces hanging. And because the ceiling was kind of low, that was uh, the promoter Johnny Glitter's main marching order was, all right, now no moves off the top rope, okay? And then the tag team, All Money is Legal, did a move off the top rope, hit the chandelier, knocked a bunch of those little crystals off of it. They just scattered on the ground. I laughed. But then Glitter's walking around the locker room with his face beat red, stomping around going, I told them fucking guys no fucking moves off the fucking top rope, and he does a fucking move over the top rope. Jesus fucking Christ, why don't no one fucking listen to me? Like, just freaking out about it with his face super fucking red. But we did we did a show in January, we did a show in February, and then we did a show in March. And in between the February and March show, I had my LASIK surgery. My eyes were really, really sensitive to light at the time. And when I walked into the ballroom with that chandelier, all the individual lights on all those little crystals were doing like that that string effect where you, you it's like really bright and it looks like the light is really long. And it gave me a headache immediately. I'm like, I can't do this. Like, I can't deal with this light. So I grabbed my sunglasses and put them on. Because before that, I'd been a ring announcer wearing regular glasses. Now I'm just wearing sunglasses. And they're just like, and everybody's like, oh, it's wrestling. You know, it's a it's a thing. Like, it's just part of the gimmick. Like, everybody just kind of let me do it. 
What I didn't know was that the uh, doctor they got at the show, because in Pennsylvania, you are absolutely required to have a doctor at all of your shows, a decent mandate, state athletic commission mandate. And the doctor was a guy, I, I can't remember his name, but he was Vince McMahon's doctor from all of the shows in that area, like when they would regularly run Allentown. He was always the doctor that was at the show. So he was a wrestling guy. He was friends with Vince. He knew his shit. They regularly ran Allentown. (laughs) And he comes up to me after the show. He goes, you know, that sunglasses look was fucking great. He goes, this is wrestling right here. And that inspired Glitter to come up with the idea that I was going to become a heel ring announcer. And how the story went was that summer... I made the official heel turn. We had another referee. It was a wrestler. His name was Tom Ugly. Uh, Sadly, has passed away since then. So RIP to Tom. Good kid, but unfortunately, he did lose his mental health battle. Tom was a referee. He he came in as a referee, and then they were going to turn him heel and have him become an actual wrestler. And then I was going to assist him with that, and it was going to be like, oh, people on the crew are becoming bad guys. We got to stop them. I was going to align with John Salinas, my friend John, who got me into wrestling. He was in a feud at the time with another wrestler named Chris Envy. And Chris Envy, after every match, would always bring his young daughter in and celebrate with her. And that's a, that's a thing in wrestling, like, oh, the good guy won. He's got the young kid. Everybody's celebrating, right? So John came up with an idea that was going to see me have my first ever pro wrestling match, which is still something I want to do in wrestling. I want to have an actual match, a bell-to-bell match. And I've, t- I've said this a hundred times. You can put me out there. You can have me wrestle a girl. You can ring the bell. She can immediately snap me into a submission hold, pull me to the mat, and I will scream and tap out in 15 seconds, and that'll be the whole match. And everybody will laugh at me. I don't care. I just want to have a match. So, Eric, I'm going to explain this to you so you understand like wrestling psychology and how this works. Because it's going to make sense to you when I explain it. And then you're going to get mad when I tell you what happened. So the idea that John pitched was that he was going to have me and him. We're going to keep fucking with Envy. You know, and after the match, Envy celebrating with the title belt, we'd take it from him. Or his little girl would be holding it. We'd rip it out of her hands and everything. Everybody would get hot. And then eventually we, we end up in a tag match. John and I versus Envy and his daughter. John and Chris would do all the work. Obviously, you know, and it would be the part where, like, Envy would get his ass kicked. He'd be laying on the mat. John would tag me in. Now, here comes the non-wrestler. I start taking all these cheap shots because I didn't do any of the damage. But I'm weaker than the wrestler because I'm not a wrestler. So he starts making a comeback on me. I cower out and tag John back in, right? Bad guy shit. Does that make sense to you, Eric? Yeah. Yeah. Cowardly bad guy shit. It would have been perfect. And then what the finish of the match was going to be was there was going to be a big spot... I was going to end up back in the match legally. Envy was going to make a comeback. This time he was going to take out John. He was going to hit me with one move, a safe move I could take. And then he was going to tag in his daughter, and his daughter was going to pin me. And that was going to be the finish of the match. Envy and his daughter look great because they just won the match, and the little girl got the pin. John doesn't lose any momentum because he's not factored into the finish. And it doesn't matter that I got my ass kicked and humiliated by getting pinned by a little girl because I'm just the non-wrestling asshole announcer. So it doesn't matter what happens to me. I actually get more heat as a result because now everybody's laughing at me and making fun of me. Does that make sense? Yeah. Well, Glitter boycotted the idea. He didn't he didn't like the idea. And the reason we were told initially was that because in Pennsylvania, you have to be over the age of 18 to legally train to be a wrestler 
and it was it was just an, an age factor thing, which I accepted as the excuse. Come to find out years later, nope, the idea got rejected because Glitter just didn't hate, just fucking hated it because he didn't think of it. So it got shot down because he didn't think of it. Because he didn't think of it, and therefore he didn't like it, because we came up with a good idea and he didn't come up with it. Classic. Which is a classic fucking wrestling promoter move. Douchebags. You came up with something better than they could think of, so they immediately hated it. It's a classic uh, asshole in power move. You should have just let me believe that it was because it was the girl was too young. Like, you should have just let me believe that. I'm, I was actually really mad when I found that out. And I found that out l- long after the fact. Because, um, you know, eventually shit like that comes out. People talk and then you bring it up years later. And then somebody's like, oh, no, Glitter didn't. That had nothing to do with it. Because she wasn't going to actually do anything in the match. She was going to get tagged in and just run over and pin me. Like, that's nothing. That's not doing anything. But, nope, it was because he didn't like he, he didn't like the idea and it was because he didn't come up with it. Which is a standard thing that happened a lot in that company. People would pitch him ideas and he'd sh- always shoot them down because he didn't think of them. So That's I never, a fucking shitty thing to do. And eventually... Um, he was, however, going to have me feud with another ring announcer, and we were going to have, like, an announcer match. Probably, like, five minutes of of just fighting, and then I would end up losing. Um, that never happened either. So I still have not had my official wrestling match, and that's the one thing I want to do one time in wrestling. And, I, and I've pitched the idea so many times. It, it would be so easy to do. Bring me in as a manager, have me be a douchebag, and then eventually somebody challenges me to a fight. I'm forced to accept it. And I get my ass kicked. And everybody's happy. Because they want to see the douchebag get his comeuppance. Your puppies. So if anybody uh, out there has any control in wrestling. And would like to ever do that idea. Have me and another wrestler team up against a wrestler and their young kid. And have me get my ass kicked and pinned by the little kid and have everybody celebrate and laugh and everything. Uh, yeah, you've heard the idea from me. Let's make it happen. Because I'm still up for it. I still think it's a good idea to this day. I think it would have gotten over with an audience. Hell yeah. I mean, I mean, Dan, I mean, I think it sounds like a great idea. Dan, you know wrestling storytelling. Is there anything inherently wrong with that idea? Payoff's good. Nobody loses momentum. I get more heat as a result. I actually look better with heat as a result of getting humiliated. Like, wrestling 101 right there. So, still want to do it. what you do afterwards. Right. Right. It's the same thing with anything involving wrestling. It's not what you're doing, but how you're doing it. Like... You can't just have a million stipulation matches for the sake of it. They don't mean anything. But if you have a stipulation match that means something, it means more, even if it's less. Uh, Well, you can't say we didn't try. (laughs) Can't say we didn't try. Well, that's a shit idea there, gimmick. That's also why I've also was always really gun-shy about pitching ideas to anybody because I always... Like, 
If anybody ever pitched an idea to me in GSW, I would always listen to it and consider it. Even if I didn't well, end up using it. The other negative side about pitching ideas is that then that person takes it and it becomes their idea, even though it's entirely your idea. That happens a lot at Disney. <laughs> well, you have evidence on this podcast that we can just play this audio and be like, nope, Chris came up with this idea. Actually, John came up with the idea. John gets the credit. It was his idea. But I'm trying to keep it alive. And I bet John would still go for it, too, if we could pull it off. I know he doesn't really wrestle full-time anymore. He only does occasional matches. But I, I bet he would still be up for it. And I think he listens to this show. So, John, buddy, how you doing? <sighs> yeah, that's... Still one of those things that always that always bugged me that never transpired. I would just again, it's I do believe it's an idea that would have worked. And I will stand by that until eventually I make it happen. But and if it never happens, well somebody take that idea and do it because I think it will get over. <clears throat> Alright, should we save some Disney stories for another episode? The Disneyversary? I would say yes. Because there's so many more stories to tackle at Disney that haven't even gotten close. But what I can do is, uh, next week what I'll do for you guys is I will tell you the story of getting to Animal Kingdom. And I can kind of talk about my first week there. There was a lot of, uh... There were a lot of fun stories that happened the first week, especially training at Safari, because Safari could be uh, Safari could be could be really challenging, and I think you needed the right people to do it. Um, any spieling attraction I think requires a certain person for it, but also this wasn't just you were spieling; you also had to drive. So it's one of those double whammies kind of thing like you have to drive you have to talk you got to concentrate you got to be on top of your shit eric do you think you could have ever done safari you know i'd be i feel like i'd be okay i don't want to say that i'd be confident in it because i wasn't confident that i could do great movie ride because of the spieling and uh, I still passed, so I was like, okay. I feel like once you do it enough and it becomes second nature, that's when you get that confidence. So I want to say, yeah, I, I feel like given enough time, I don't know how many days you get or if they, like, would have extended training hours. or something, you know? It's a whole week of training. I'll, I'll go over the timeline. I'll go over the timeline next week. It's a whole week of training, though. And I had, like, four or five different people training me which i actually thought was kind of useful because they all taught me something completely different but like i thought the way i got trained in it was perfect and if i was going to train somebody to be a safari driver i would have done it exactly the way that they did it because like i said i i really think that that was the right way to train somebody so yeah we'll we'll talk about that next time um, the podcast anniversary, however, we can talk about. Dude, Dan, you and I have been podcasting forever. 
And this isn't even the only, like, thing we've done. It wasn't just the wrestling show, and then it became the nerd table, right? Like, we did tons of other shit. Oh, yeah. We did I was a- doing a wrestling podcast back in 05. <laughs> Before podcasting was even really, like, a term. Before that was the word, yeah. Before it was even a word, It's yeah. like, I'm doing an internet radio show for people to download and listen to at their leisure. I mean, that's pretty cool, though. Like, it became a thing. I know the big issue that people have with podcasting in general is just that, like, there is an overabundance of them, and anybody can do it. And I know that I've heard that from people. They're just like, well, you know, any anybody can go out there and have a freaking podcast. And it's just like, well, I mean, you're right. But it does take some talent to do one well. And I'm not saying that, like, we have the greatest fucking podcast in the world but we definitely have we definitely have well, a fun show we we have we have a good podcast because we were we're like we stuck we stuck with it we keep doing it at least we we try to make time for it um and a lot of things don't get off the floor because they're just like it just never gets started yeah you're right you're right about that and that's another thing. And again, um, going back to our friend Adrian Cotton here, our wonderful sponsor. He's got that Motivational Moves podcast he does. And he always says the same thing. He goes, you just got to get out there and do it. And, and I'm sure he would say this. And I know Jeff Trelowitz would say this too because the two of them have published books. They just went and did it. They didn't care if the book was going to make them a famous author. They just did it because they wanted to write and publish a story. Which is the mindset I always think about when I want to sit down and actually work on my book ideas. I'm just like, I got to remember. You're never going to get good if you don't get started. Exactly. So, Um, Eric, I don't know much more time you got, bud, but I have some Star Wars trivia in honor of May. Uh, This was at the request of Dan. Wanted to do some Star Wars trivia, so I found a Star Wars Jeopardy template. Oh, yay, yay. So we have some Star Wars questions, and I can give you guys some trivia, and let's see who can do it. Uh, You have the following categories to choose from. This is a huge board, by the way. There's seven. It goes 100 to 700, and there's... Holy shit, there's ten categories. Fuck. Have they seen? Have they seen? Have they seen Jeopardy? No, apparently not. They just did what they wanted to do. Well, this is an (laughs) online thing. There's an online Jeopardy template that you can actually utilize and um and so so here here are the categories uh choose a category whichever one you want and we'll do some questions from it there's planets quotes tricky questions the clone wars slash solo a star wars story so that's going to be you could get either one of those there rogue one slash the mandalorian is another category episode seven Episode 8 and 9 are its own category. And then there's characters, back office, and Sensai favorites. Whatever the hell that is. I would like quotes. Quotes. All right. Let's see if you guys can do some Star Wars trivia. Help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi. You're my only hope. We're supposed to say who said it? Yes. Uh, It is Princess Leia. (laughs) Haha, ha, fool, who is Carrie Fisher? <laughs> <laughs> Next one. Which two characters are in this quote? I love you. I know. 
Go ahead, Eric. Oh, that is uh, Harrison Ford. <laughs> <laughs> Just Harrison Ford speaking to himself. <laughs> All right, so this is how we're going to play this. Okay. Han Solo and Leia Organa. There we go. All right, so Dan's going to give the right answer, and Eric's going to give an answer. Okay, I got it. <laughs> the opposite of normal. <laughs> I'll never turn to the dark side. You failed, your highness. I am a Jedi, like my father before me. Apparently nobody that's, said uh, this. Like, that's uh, Luke to the uh, Emperor. Good. Now Eric's given the real answers. <laughs> All right, I don't, I don't know how we're doing this anymore. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, I wanted to try to make it funny, but I was just like, it's such a good scene. All right, who said this quote? Army or not, you must realize you are doomed. That one is not as obvious as the other ones have been. Well, they get they're supposed to get harder as you go down the line. <laughs> Yeah, this is like real-time strategy type of escalation. Uh, that is a droid to the in the Clone Wars, Roger. Roger, <laughs> you're actually you're actually closer than you realize, Eric. The, the answer is General Grievous. So you're right; it was a droid during the Clone Wars. <clears throat> All right. Which two characters said this? Enough of this. Release him. As you wish. Oh, that would be uh, Wesley from... Damn, I was hoping you were going to say that. I'm like, please somebody (laughs) take bait. Fight the hook. Damn it. Fight the hook. (laughs) So it's somebody being Jedi mind tricked. Yes, enough of this. Release him. And then the second character says, as you wish. Um, Tarkin and Vader. Yes! Very good. All right, two more. So this is how Liberty dies with thunderous applause. Padme Amidala. Yep. I remember we did a, we did a podcast once where Dan and I defended the prequels. And I'm like, Dan, what's your first defense of the prequels? And your immediate response was, Natalie Portman is back. <laughs> I'm like, all right, we're, we're off to a great start, actually. <laughs> Accepted. 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 <laughs> Let the past die. Kill it if you have to. It's the only way to become who you were meant to be. Who said this? Why do I want to say Qui-Gon to Annie? It's not Qui-Gon. Or Obi-Wan to Annie. Not Obi-Wan. This one's stumping you. This one is. That's a Jedi to Annie. (laughs) Because goddammit, Annie, calm down. No. You're not even in the right trilogy. Ah, fuck. Dan, you got a guess? Kylo to Ray. 
You are correct. Oh. Oh. And I did not pick the tricky questions category. I picked the quotes. <laughs> I picked the quotes. Yeah, you did. Let's do uh, Rogue One Mandalorian. You guys should be good at that. Dan should be good uh, at that. He just watched just it. Just not Rogue One. <laughs> All right. Who is the main character in Rogue One? Jin Erso. Correct. Fill in the following quote. This is the blank. Way. Yes. This is Sparta. <laughs> we know the way. <laughs> Do you know the way? Who is the main antagonist in the Rogue One movie? Oh, Ben Mendelsohn's character? <laughs> the, uh, we want to name Star Dan. Plans. Ben, ben Mendelsohn! <laughs> What's his God character's damn. name? There's Ben Mendelsohn. I'm just like, hey, it's the guy that's the scroll. <laughs> the guy that's the scroll. Thanks, <laughs> Ben Mendelsohn. All right, I need, I need the Jeopardy Time's Up music. Boop, boop, boop. The answer is Director Krennic. There you go. I would have said The Republic because they never they didn't go there the first time. They had to be fucking little whiny bitches. <laughs> uh, the actual name of Baby Yoda. Grogu? Grogu. The final line of the movie is said by Leia. What does she say? It says hope. Yes. One word line. Who plants the Death Star weakness in the Death Star? Galen or so. Yes. Very good. I was just going to say the father. <laughs> <laughs> Her daddy. <laughs> Who is your daddy and what does he do? Mads Mickelson. <laughs> Mads Mickelson. All right. <clears throat> and then the name of the character. It's a. It's actually a photo, which I can't present to you, but it is the blind, force-sensitive character in Rogue One. God damn it. I don't remember. Donnie Yen? <laughs> we want a name, Daniel. <laughs> we always just call him the blind guy in Rogue One. <laughs> I am one with the force. The force is with, is with me. You know what's not with him? His fucking name. <laughs> I don't even know. I actually don't even know how to pronounce his name. <laughs> It's like it's like Chirrut Imwe. It's sure. I, yeah, it's I M W E, and it's got like a thing over the eye, like the little a accent arrow there. It's Donnie Yen who had to create, had to adjust his martial arts ability because his character is blind. Yes, but but is force sensitive. So because he was a he like protected the kyber crystals so he was yes. like super force boy let's see how you guys do on characters okay oh, yeah, i'm gonna name the actor apparently <laughs> main female character in episode seven the character name yeah ray correct I didn't know if he wanted, like, Ray or Ridley. I was just like, wait, what are we doing? <laughs> Who, <laughs> do we want their real name or their character name? Ridley Scott. Daisy Ridley Scott. <clears throat> ah, main antagonist of episode seven, son of Han Solo. 
Um, J.J. Abrams. The main antagonist of episode <laughs> seven. <laughs> God damn it. Kylo Ren. I'm not wrong. I'm not wrong. You're not. Okay. Gwendolyn Christie's silver-clad stormtrooper. Captain Phasma. Yes. <clears throat> Main male protagonist in Rogue One. Diego Luna. <laughs> <laughs> What's his name, Dan? You just Diego watched, Luna! You just watched this. Diego Luna is fighting Ben Mendelsohn. He's got a name. He's got a show coming out based on him. I know. Does he? Yeah. Yep. They're putting like a Rogue Squadron show. Jeopardy. Boop, boop, boop. Cassian Endor. Cassian, yes. <laughs> Leader of the Gungans. <laughs> Boss Nass. Yep, Kevin Nass. Kevin Nass? <laughs> Anakin's mother. Shmi Skywalker. Shmi Skywalker. Oh. Oh, god damn it. The little creature at Jabba's fucking tail. Salacious Crumb. The hardest fucking one ended up being that goddamn character. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, fuck it. I'm giving you guys the tricky questions. <laughs> We're going from easiest to hardest, but it does say tricky question, so. Okay. How did Grand Moff Tarkin die? In space. <laughs> he I died mean, during the, the destruction of the first Death Star? Yes. I mean, I guess technically we all die in space. Space. Space! Yeah, he died on that moon. What's it called? Oh, wait, that's not a moon. Ah, oh, I see what you did there. I love it. Like, everyone thinks it's a moon. No, it's the Death Star. Like, like, why didn't you call it the Death Moon or the Moon of Death or something? Like, everyone thinks it's a moon. <clears throat> Bad what? branding. Yeah. What planet was the first fight of Qui-Gon versus Darth Maul? Tatooine. Yes. Very good. Which is Anakin, get down! He's just gonna straight up run him over. Who was the son of Han Solo and Princess Leia? Ben? Yes, Ben Solo. Solo. Guitar Solo. Why did Luke and Yoda go into exile? They want a reason for each one. Luke going to exile? Yep, Luke and Yoda both went into exile. What was the reason for each one? Yoda's was because of the extermination of the Jedi. Well, so he, he failed. Away. He failed his mission on um, trying to kill the Emperor. Yes, correct. So he hid away on a planet full of dark force energy so he wouldn't be so it would cover his light force energy. She's actually pretty fucking intelligent. Why did Luke go into Luke? exile? Because, because he was a whiny little bitch. He because just wanted to kill everybody else. He just wanted his power converters. 
the whole reason the whole trilogy happened. <laughs> Just one of his power converters. Yep, he failed Kylo Ren. He tried to even tried to kill him. Yes, he did. The dark side called out to him, and he almost gave in. Who is the Wookiee that accompanies Chewbacca in Star Wars Episode Three? Oh, he even says freaking Yoda. Even says both their names. Yoda does say his name one time. He says, "Thank you, Blank. Thank you, Chewbacca." Fill in the blank. <laughs> this is quite difficult. Well, it's called tricky questions for a reason, and we're up to the five hundred. Which would normally be where it would normally be the last question. Yeah, but this people, one went above and beyond. These people haven't seen Jeopardy before. I know they went with instead of seven categories with five questions, they went with ten with seven. Okay, so um, <clears throat> Muffy. No, Muffy. What's Chewbacca's kid's name? Lumpy. Lumpy as well. Chewbacca's wife's name. Mala. What was the other one's name? Tarful. Sure. Falafel. Yes, Falafel. I'm not even reading this one. This one's dumb. Name every movie Boba Fett was in and every movie Jabba the Hutt was in and it says do not count the Clone Wars. I mean, <clears throat> I mean, but the thing is, do you count the special editions? Because they did. But. I thought, uh, are the special editions canon? Yeah. Okay, I didn't know if it was canon or not. I thought they. So it was one of those them. characters is like in something in, in a special edition movie. They weren't in the original one. So it's I don't know. Two? <laughs> so Boba is in Return Return of the Jedi and in Strikes Back. Yeah. Jabba <laughs> is in those two and <clears throat> No, Jabba isn't in episode. Yeah, he is. And he's in episode one, Phantom Menace. So yeah, it's for Boba, it's 2, 4, 5, and 6, and for Jabba, it's 1, 4, and 6, which is technically true. Uh, 2, Boba is in 2. Yes. Baby Boba. Before <clears throat> Palpatine took over as Chancellor, who was the previous Chancellor? Valorum. Damn. Dan right away got that one. All right. That was some good Star Wars trivia, though. I got the heart. <laughs> you did. And you're probably the least Star Wars inclined out of the three of us. Well, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a line Andy Portman says. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess we can go with that. Uh... There's a vote of no confidence in the leadership of Chancellor Valorum. <laughs>
Here we go. Eric, I got some trivia for you. Let's go. Disney World. Five Disney World trivia questions off of this Jeopardy. It was, well, the categories are Disneyland, Disney World, Imagineering, Disney Cruise Line, and Random Facts. But I'm going to give you the Disney World line first. Easiest to hardest. This is the year Disney World opened. Um, shit. Got to think about when was the most recent. I, yeah, I was just like. Anniversary. They just did one. Hmm. I'm trying to think. What, what was the number that we just fucking celebrated? <laughs> I can't tell you that. God damn it. I want to say. I want to say 72. Oh, no, no, no. No, no, no. It's 71. 1971. You got it. it. Because they did like a soft opening in 71 before they did the opening in 72. Yes, sir. Okay. What was the original name for Epcot? I think it was always going to be Epcot. What's what's the acronym stand for? No, it's not the acronym. It it wasn't just going to be Epcot. It was going to be Epcot blank. Epcot World Showcase or something like that? No. Oh, God. Epcot uh, Center. Epcot Center. I feel like that's a cop-out. That's a fucking cop-out. Because we still call it Epcot Center. Alright. I mean, yeah, but... <laughs> also, for how we notice Epcot 94 and Epcot 95... What the hell was that about? Star Wars Galaxy's Edge replaced this in Hollywood Studios. <laughs> the back half of fucking everything. <laughs> uh, Galaxy's Edge would have been... Uh, shit, what are the streets back there? Wasn't the streets. Are you looking for like an actual attraction? Yeah, they replaced that whole area with it. Oh, the Lights, Motors, Action area. The Backlot Tour. Yeah, Backlot Tour, uh, LMA. They got rid of all of it. Streets of New York. Yeah. Walt Disney World Resort is the size of this city. Walt Disney World Resort is the size Mm -hmm. of a city. Mm -hmm. What city? Uh, I think it's... I thought it was the size of Maine, but... (laughs) Holy shit, no. (laughs) (laughs) It's not even the size of Rhode Island. Ha ha. Did you look it up, Dan? I'll give you a hint, bud. It's not an East Coast city. Uh, I don't fucking know, then. I honestly don't, like... I know that we employ like over 54,000 people and I thought they said like all all a property if you count all the wooded areas is like the size of like Connecticut or Maine or something like that. I no, can't remember. It would it, it's not that big. 
<clears throat> it it's is fucking a, huge. It is, however, <laughs> the size of San Francisco. 40 square miles. Goddamn. All right, okay. here's the here's the hardest one. The original character from Journey into Imagination that has been removed. That has been removed? Mm-hmm. Oh, so the magician guy? Mm-hmm. What's his name? Oh, God. Uh... Mm. Shit. What is his name? Didn't you get trained there? Yes, and that's why I like it's in there. <laughs> it's somewhere okay. in the, somewhere in the depths of Eric's mind. Come on, buddy, you got this. It's not Figment. No, because Figment is still around in a way. Uh, uh, Dreamfinder. Yes, yes. Dreamfinder. Yes. Got it. I was just like, I know it's fucking dream something, and I was just like, but I couldn't figure out what the fuck it was. It's dream finder. <laughs> Let's see if you know the Imagineering questions. What was the original name of Imagineering? Yeah, even I've known that recently. Oh, you oh, know what? I actually don't know. Dan, you know I, I, it... oh, Dan knows it. Go ahead. I know I don't I don't know off the top, but I've known. Oh, you've heard I know it. I know it because of the documentaries that were coming out lately. All right, wait. W E D Enterprises. Oh, you can tell this is an old one. Who's the CEO of Walt Disney Entertainment? You said it's an old one. Yeah. Well, it's an old one, Mike Eisner. No, it's not that old. Oh, okay. After him. Oh, who the fuck took over? Looks that? like a weasel that you want to smack. Ted Cruz? No. <laughs> no, he said looks like a weasel that I want to smack. It's <laughs> figured Ted Cruz. <laughs> Ted Cruz running Disney World. <laughs> Fucking hell, Bob Iger. Uh, Bob Iger. Yeah. <clears throat> so he was. Uh, so he was on Safari the one day, and he got the VIP one. So they were out in the covered van, out in the safari, where they get, like, the extended one. And one of my trainers got to be the, the private driver there. So, of course, of course we're passing the truck, right? Because he's out there. So there's the truck. Bob Iger and his family's on it. And there's my old trainer, Nick. And he had the most shit-eating grin on his face, let me tell you. <laughs> he was quite happy with himself. Oh, God, what do you do? No, because he got to be the guy that drove Bob Iger around, like... Oh, I thought he did something, and that's why he had a grin on his face. No, he's not you! <laughs> this is, we're not talking about Eric. Well, that was a very uninteresting story. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> okay, Eric, let's see if you know this one. Which attraction has the first use of audio animatronics? First use of audio animatronics? Mm-hmm. Ooh. Hmm. So I want to say either a Hall of Presidents. You're in the right park. Uh, but it's probably Small World. Mm, you're not in the right section. Audio animatronics. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, move out of fantasy land. Try another area. <clears throat> it's an old ride. It's been there for a long time. It's still there? It's still there. Oh, Carousel Progress. Ah, uh, close as hell. But no. no. What? Tiki Room. <clears throat> That's the, that can't be the fucking first. There's no way. You're yes. telling me the Tiki Room before the, like, the World uh, Fair stuff? Well, Carousel of Progress, um, Tiki Room was the first one that used that type of technology. I don't know. I guess I gotta Google it. I don't know, because I feel like if Small World is based off the World's Fair, then that would have to be. Unless... For whatever reason, that didn't open with the park, and Tiki Room did. Well, they, I mean, maybe they have their information wrong. We can always research it. Oh. But I'm not going to read this next one because it's a dumb question, and I don't know how old this thing is. But it says, the number of currently known Imagineering projects from now to 2023. First of all, nobody's going to even have a guess on that. Right? And how are you going to, like, how are you going to fact check that? I know. They said, they claim 30. I'm going to, I have no idea. Uh, All right, the hard question. This is the Imagineer who created Splash Mountain while in a traffic jam. I don't think I would have known this unless I actually watched a documentary. I actually do not know this, so... I have seen a documentary, but there's so many... There's a lot of famous Imagineers. Imagineers. His name was Tony Baxter. All right, we'll try the random facts one. Oh, the name. Yep. Well, there's. All right. This this may be my last. uh, That's fine. Let's let's do five questions. You made it. You made it an hour and a half, which was an hour longer than we thought you were going to be here. So (laughs) that's fine. Dan and I'll wrap up the show. The last half hour. This is the name of the first Mickey Mouse cartoon released to the public. The uh, first Mickey Mouse cartoon. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, so we're Steamboat in the Willie? public. Steamboat Willie. Oh, okay. So it's just it's the same thing. It's just the first one. <laughs> yeah. The date that Magic Kingdom and Epcot both opened 11 years apart. You want the month? The month and day. October 1st? Yes. Very good. Raymond's birthday in Animal Crossing New Horizons. The only Disney princess to have a living mother, but not a father. The only Disney princess to have a living mother, but not a father? But not a father. We do meet her father in the movie, but he is not around during the events of the movie in the present day. Can we get a flashback for the but the mother is a character that is around for part of the movie, so. Huh. So it has to be. Uh, what What uh, era of Disney animation? Mm, you're, you're past the golden age at this point. Because, I mean, Belle's is got a dad. Tiana? Yes! <clears throat> yes! Awesome. Okay. 
The year that Walt Disney died. Oof. The year. I actually didn't know this off the top of my head. I don't. He hasn't died. He's frozen in state. <laughs> I, love, he, he... I love that rumor, especially because apparently he was actually cremated, so that's not even possible <laughs> that his body's still alive. That rumor's been around forever, though. I think people just, it's one of those things like with the Before whole. Before we were born. I think it's one of those things like Tupac's still alive. People want to believe it really badly, so therefore they don't accept that it's I just mean, not for the case. Out, Elvis is still alive, apparently. So I know that it was... He was what? He was 65 when he died? Yeah. Okay. Alright. And I... He is so sixty five. He was born in nineteen oh one, I think. Mm-hmm. So nineteen sixty six? That seems too no. You got it. You're right on the money. Nineteen sixty six? No. Yeah. Died yeah. on my birthday. Alright. That's what? wild. I thought, like, uh, to be perfectly honest, I seriously thought he died, and like two years later, fucking Disney opened up. I didn't realize how, like, he died way before fucking Disney opened up. Yeah, I thought it was like close to completion. Uh, Disney World, he wasn't there for, but he was there for Disneyland. Yeah, well, that's what I meant. Disney World. Like, I seriously thought, like, since it opened up in '71, that enough so like, that Ep- Epcot completely changed. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, his vision Epcot never happened. All right, last question. This character was originally meant to be the Sorcerer's Apprentice in Fantasia, a.k.a. the role that Mickey plays. Which character was supposed to be the original Sorcerer's Apprentice? It was not Mickey. It's going to be like... Donald. I don't know, fucking Donald? He's a no, it's not Donald. What? 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 Because it would make more sense that Donald fucked everything up than Mickey. Did you call him a fuckface? Yeah. Uh, Goofy? No, I don't think Goofy was invented yet when the, when Fantasia came out. No, this is actually surprising. I did not know this either. The character was Dopey. Dopey? Dopey was going to be the original Sorcerer's Apprentice. Yeah. All That's right. dumb. I'm I'm happy it wasn't dopey. Are you say are you saying that was a dopey idea? Yes. <laughs> well, Eric, Eric, thank you for joining us. I know you've got plans. This was just it's a busy day, and we kind of recording last minute. So, but thank you very much, buddy. Yeah, no problem. I just you know it literally didn't even dawn on me that today was Mother's Day and that we may have had stuff planned. And I was just like, oh, cool. I just woke up and like, are you ready for the day? And I'm like. God, no. Yeah, no, I am not. That was just one of those things where, like, we're celebrating Mother's Day next week with my mother, so I didn't actually know when Mother's Day itself was. Gotcha. I'm just Ours like, oh, that's next weekend. Until Tuesday, because my sister's off on Tuesday. So. There you go. All right, well. All right, yeah. fellas. Always a pleasure, my friend. Be excellent to one another. There you go. All right, see ya. See ya. We still got, like, 25 minutes left, so...
Uh, we could squeeze a bit more content. Now he's gone. What a piece of trash. Ah, uh, how dare you? How dare you? How dare you, sir? Ah, uh, waiting for the man to leave, and then you're going to talk the trash. <laughs> well, Dan, it's just yeah. you and me in the room, buddy, and the hundreds of people who listen to us now, but right now it's just us. Do you want more trivia? Sure. Uh, give me a category to look up on this Jeopardy Labs. Just like anything? Yeah. Um, Something you would want to do trivia about. Hit me up with some of that X Factor. <laughs> no, no, because that would be about the dumb singing show. Um, <laughs> Name the three members of X Factor Staple. That would be a train, Xbox, and just incredible. When he was still, was I he, win. Was he just Albert then, or I'm sad. I think he was Albert. Um, yeah, hit me with that attitude era WWF. <laughs> All right, let me see if there is one. Let's see what we got. WWF Attitude Era. Okay. The categories are famous catchphrases, factions and tag teams, pay-per-view easy, matches, easy. Attitude, so attitude Era moments, and then Attitude Era facts, which is missing the 400 question for some reason. It goes, it goes one, two, three, five. LOL. Well. All right. I mean, any of them. Let's just go. <laughs> All right. Factions and tag teams. The Road Dog Jesse James, and Billy Gunn teamed with Triple H and his formation of DX to form this. Do what? They were just DX. They were the New Age Outlaws. Yes, um, New DX. Age Outlaws. Correct. Yeah. Triple H and Stone Cold teamed with Mr. McMahon to form this dangerous alliance in 2001. They were the two-man power trip. Yes, they were. Undertaker and his brother Kane formed a tag team that was known as Blank to show that they are as powerful. The Brothers of Destruction. Correct. Hunter Hearst Helmsley, Diesel, the 123 Kid, Razor Ramon all formed this group known as... The Click. Correct. Who were the original D-Generation X members? There are four. So, Shawn Michaels. Yes. Triple H. Yes. China. Yes. Rick Rude. Yes. Very good. All right. Pay-per-view matches. This one could be difficult. Stephanie McMahon turned on her father and sided with Triple H at what pay-per-view? Fuck off. (laughs) That was not the name of the pay-per-view. Was it a big five? It was not. Well, fuck right off. It's like when we would do the Simpsons trivia and I would miss the 100 question and then get the rest of them. (laughs) Armageddon 99. So it was the end of the year. Damn it. You know what? I remember that being at the end of the year, so I probably could have gotten that. At WrestleMania 14, what celebrity athlete cost Shawn Michaels his championship? Oh, Mike Tyson. Yes. 
At WrestleMania 17, Stone Cold defeated this person to win the WWF Championship in what match? So you want the, the person in the match. Mm-hmm. The Rock, and it was... Yeah, I guess because they cheated like a bunch. I guess it was a no disqualification match. Correct. Who did Triple H pedigree on thumbtacks at the Royal Rumble 2000 in a street fight? That's one of the matches I've seen the most because I've watched that pay-per-view a lot. Cactus Jack. Yes. At King of the Ring 98, The Undertaker defeated who in Hell in a Cell? Mankind. Yes, sir. <clears throat> All right, let's do Attitude Era Facts. This is only four of them. Who was in the first Inferno match? First Inferno match? Mm-hmm. Now I'm going to try to remember which the Inferno, Inferno match was. Is that Austin Kane? No. You got half of it right. So Kane and Taker? Yes, Kane and Undertaker. Set myself on fire. Who were the members of the Radicals? Benoit, Eddie Guerrero, Dean Malenko, Perry Saturn. <clears throat> Who was the leader of the Nation of Domination? Farouk. And then? And then? Oh, you're going in order of times? There's well, leaders? There was actually a multiple choice question here, but if I gave you the choices, you would have been able to figure it out. <laughs> Who else led the nation? Well, The Rock. Yes. The other choices were Mark Henry, D'Lo Brown, and Ahmed Johnson. Oh, so it was who was okay when we when we asked this question, who was the leader of the nation? Who was the first man to fall off Hell in the Cell? Fall off of it. Mm-hmm. Well, Sean fell off the side. Yep, that's correct. All right, catchphrases. You should breeze through this one. <laughs> All right, name who people who said the line. And that's the bottom line. Just Stone Cold said so. What? This is not Attitude Era. In the words of John Cena. <laughs> what the fuck? You can't see me? It's not even that one. It's not an Attitude Era line. What the fuck? Who made this? No, it's not that either. It's, you want some, come get some, is the answer. That was stupid. Next one. Know your role, shut your mouth, if you smell. What the rock is cooking. You got it. And if you're not down with that, we got two words for ya. Tuck it. The Generation X. You talk about your Psalms, talk about John 316. Well, Austin 316 says, I just whooped your ass. All right, and that will end with Attitude Era moments. Who did Triple H beat to win his first WWF championship? Oh, the actual main title? Yes. Uh, let's see here. There, um, there are three options I can give you, but it might give it away. I think it's actually he pinned McFoley. Yes. <clears throat> but Cact- I think it was a triple threat and he wasn't he wasn't the champion. Cactus Jack made his debut on Raw by defeating this person <laughs> in a Falls Count Anywhere match. Cactus Jack shows up because he wants because Foley wants a team with Austin 
but he realizes that mankind isn't cool enough, so he goes to Cactus Jack. Right. So who does he beat to try and make Steve Austin realize he should be his tag team partner? This is mostly who he feuded with as Cactus, so... Who do you feud with as Cactus? You actually just talked about this in, a, in an older category. So, Triple H. Yes. The Tripster. Who was Stephanie McMahon supposed to marry on TV? This is a test. <laughs> yes, it is. <clears throat> Which faction attempted to invade WCW? Degeneration X. Or as this person wrote, Degeneration C, because C is next to X on the keyboard. <laughs> Who made their debut on August 9th, 1999? Oh, Chris Jericho. Yep. Good job. Got most of those. Got another one I can pull up on the Jeopardy? You've been so cool about the Simpsons stuff for me. I'm trying to return the favor. Uh, shit. Um, how about 90s sports? Okay. Let's see. Must be too awful. <laughs> Let's see. 90s. So I don't see a full 90s um I don't see like a full thing dedicated to 90s sports but what there are there's multiple 90s categories that have sports uh trivia in it so I'll pick one of those Oh my god this whoever made this one's going for big money 2000 3000 5000 7500 and 10000 for is that 90s sports. Jeopardy? <laughs> yeah, is, I don't know which era Jeopardy we're in right now, but they have 90s Disney movies, 90s TV shows, 90s music, 90s movies, and 90s sports. So we'll do the sports, oh, but then if you want to... Yeah, let's just continue that. You want to tackle this, we can tackle this. All right, we'll start with the sports. <clears throat> this superstar was the only one athlete to hit an MLB home run and score an NFL touchdown in the same week. He's the same athlete who is the only person to ever play in both the World Series and the Super Bowl. That would be Deion Sanders. Correct. <clears throat> Besides basketball, Michael Jordan tried this sport. Baseball. Yes, sir. Michael Jordan played for these two teams. Chicago Bulls, Washington Wizards. Yes, sir. Even though that one wasn't in the 90s. <laughs> Mike Tyson bit this fighter's ear off. <laughs> Evander Holyfield. <laughs> hey, Evander. <laughs> <clears throat> in 1990, which two major league greats made baseball history by becoming the first father-son duo to hit back-to-back -back homers in an MLB game? Ken Griffey Sr., Ken Griffey Jr. Yes, sir. All right, you want Disney movies, TV shows, music, or movies? Let's go Disney. Disney. Which is, this is going to be tough, because first half of the decade, yes. Second half of the decade, no. So. First one's not even a 90s question. <laughs> Which glass slipper was left behind by Cinderella at the ball? 
<laughs> the movie came out in like 1951. <laughs> so they want to know like the left or right shoe? Yeah, basically. You got a 50-50 shot. Left. Correct. <laughs> Good God. This, these are not 90s. Who the fuck? All right. Anyway, we'll, we're, we're doing them, so. And well, Sleeping... there was a resurgence in the 90s, and they re-released all these things. Yeah. All right. Uh, in Sleeping Beauty, what is the name of Maleficent's pet raven? Fuck I I actually, yeah, I actually don't think I knew this either. Uh, the raven's name is Diablo. Well, the devil <laughs> himself? Spanish for devil. <laughs> Whose phrase starts with mirror, mirror on the wall? And be the evil queen or whatever fuck you want to call her? Yeah, evil queen. I know she has an actual name, but I don't think it's canon in Disney. And also, that line is wrong. It's magic it's mirror, magic on, the mirror on the wall. Yeah. One of Just those. like it's, uh, no, I am your father. It's oh, there we go. Father. Yeah, no, it's, uh, no, I am your father. Correct. Here we go. This 90s Disney movie was based around an Arabian street rat thief that steals bread and finds himself later as king. Oh, Aladdin. Aladdin. <laughs> they spelled it A-L-L-A-D-I-N. So they did spell it Aladdin. <laughs> Aladdin instead of Aladdin. Good God. That's the thing. I'm going to start making these as part of like a... Because I, I want to do this on YouTube. Do like actual a, an actual Jeopardy game. But like when I make this, I'm going to make sure everything's spell checked and fact checked. <laughs> <clears throat> in the movie Aladdin, how many years does the genie say he's been trapped in the lamp? 10,000. Yes, sir. All right. TV shows, music, or movies? TV. <clears throat> What word is used in every single episode of the 90s hit TV show, Friends? There's a specific word that's in every episode? Yes, there is. Friends? Yes! <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, it's going to be really stupid when you hear what it is. Because I know, one of the things I know about that show is, like, every episode is called The One Where or The One With. Yeah, The One With, the, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> On Full House, Uncle Jackie, Uncle Jesse had a last name before it became Katsopolis. What was it? Oh, so they had an in-canon last name and then they changed it to Katsopolis? Mm-hmm. Okay, I don't remember that. Cochran is the answer. Jesse oh. Cochran. So and then they changed him to be Greek because John Samos is Greek. Because John Samos. In Boy Meets World, who is the main character's neighbor that he always relies on for good advice? Mr. Feeney. Mr. Feeney. Feeney! The famous duo of Keenan and... Kel. Yes, sir. In the fresh... I Kel and Keenan because <laughs> Keenan be screaming. <laughs> In the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, what was the butler's name? Um... Jeffrey. Yes. Very good. Music or movies? Music. Who is the lead singer of Matchbox 20? Um, I know. Rob Thomas. Yes. Very good. I had to remember fucking smooth. <laughs> <clears throat> what song was sang by DJ's band in Full House? Oh, God, what was the song? And this is like a quintessential 90s song, too. I know, too. It's... Ah! Ah! 
You're gonna have to tell me. The sign by Ace of Base. Yes. What boy band was Justin Timberlake in? NSYNC. Yes, sir. Who wrote and performed the song Smells Like Teen Spirit? Specifically? They just want the band. Yeah, they just want the Nirvana. What rap band is Lisa Left Eye Lopez from? TLC. Yes, sir. All right, 90s movies. Who are the names of the two mice from the Rescuers Down Under? Uh, that would be um, Bernard and Bianca. Yes, very good. What movie contains the quote, There's no crying in baseball? It's one of my favorite movies of all time. <laughs> Because it's the, the you know, because baseball season started, so everyone's like, what's your favorite sports movie? What's your favorite baseball movie? And I'm like, it's a league of their own because it's one of my favorite movies. Forget sports or baseball. Just a favorite movie in general. It's right? one of my favorite movies. It's a good one. <clears throat> She's crying, sir. The way that this one's worded is hysterical. What 90s movie featured the Looney Tunes on its soundtrack? <laughs> What? What 90s movie featured the Looney Tunes on its soundtrack? On the soundtrack? Well, don't think too hard about it. Space Jam? <laughs> yeah, Space Jam, but, like, why would you word it like that? <laughs> what the hell? What movie coined the phrase, I'll be back? That would be The Terminator, which is in the 80s. Yeah. <laughs> Which 90s movie featured the songs My Guy, My God, and I Will Follow Him? Oh, that is Sister Act. Yes, very good. You pretty much aced that one. <laughs> All right, there was another one that had more sports-based stuff on it. Um, I can already see from the, the preview that some of the questions are the same ones you just answered. So I'm trying to see if there is a... This one looks like it's got different questions. Alright. It might actually be the same person making these. They feel like sequels to themselves, but... Uh, this one has who's who in 90s TV, 90s music, 90s movies, 90s cartoons, and then 90s sports. So well, we'll start with cartoons, because that's a different category. There you go. What is the name of Doug's love interest? Penny Mayonnaise. Yes, sir. This was Pixar's first movie. Toy Story. These were the names of the two bunnies on Tiny Toons. Uh, Buster and Babs. No relation. This was the shape of Arnold's head. Football. <laughs> <clears throat> Rocco from Rocco's Modern Life was this kind of animal. He was a wallaby. What the hell is a wallaby? Oh, it's like a kangaroo, except smaller. <laughs> All right, you want to do music, movies, sports, or who's who? Let's go with who's who. You like the different categories. Me too. These are the names of the teams on Legends of the Hidden Temple. Oh, fuck. They want all six. All of them? So yeah. there's like the Blue Barracudas. That's one. I'm not going to get all of them. Silver Snakes? That's two. Uh I'm not getting all of them. 
Oh, uh, come on. You gotta at least know another one. Uh, I mean, it's all alliteration, so let's see. <laughs> Not really, actually. I think those are the only two. Oh, no, there's, there's a third <laughs> one. The purple one is an alliteration. Purple one is a blue Yeah. All right. So you got blue barracudas and silver snakes. Uh, there was a red team, an orange team, and a green team. Okay. Uh, one of the so the red team was a big cat. Ernie Lads, the red Ernie Lads. <laughs> Damn it! All the wrestling fans just laughed. Everybody else just cocked their heads sideways and said, "What the okay, fuck?" Not even just wrestling fans. Wrestling fans that know shit from the yeah, act like wrestling fans that know actual wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> Just like, I ain't never seen an Ernie Ladd match. Yeah. Some of the modern people... No, sorry, Megan, I know you're not going to get that joke, but... I mean, Ernie Ladd even, like, predates Junkyard Dog, for crying out loud. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> big Cat. Red Team was a big cat. Oh, tigers. No. Lions. Jungle. Panthers. Jaguar. Jaguars. Red right. Jaguars. Green is a primate. Monkeys? Yep. Orange was a lizard. Geckos? No. Orange geckos. That would have been cool. Uh, Bigger lizard. Uh, Komodo dragon. No. Commonly kept as pets. Bearded dragons. No. Iguanas. Iguanas. And then purple was a bird that starts with P. Pelican? No. That's a good guess, though. Purple pelicans would have been cool. Pelican? It talks. Parrots? Parrots. Purple parrots. Purple parrots. Purple parrots. Doo-doo-doo! All right. <clears throat> this is the name of Rachel's son in Family Matters. Oh, shit. I'm picturing him. A little kid that had a jerry curl. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a name. <laughs> Begins with the same letter as her name. Give up. You give up. Yes, I give up. All right. It's Richie. Richie, yes. The names of Sabrina the Teenage Witch's aunts. Uh, Hilda and Zelda. Yes. Damn, you, you'd be doing better at this than I would. <laughs> this is the family that the nanny worked for. I wouldn't have um, this either. Okay. Uh, oh, Mr. <laughs> I know you're going for the line like, shit, what's the line? I've seen a lot of that show, too, probably. Sheffield. 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 These were the names of Uncle Jesse's twin boys on Full House. Um. God damn it. I know this. I know it. Uh, Alex? Mm -hmm. Nikki and Alex? Yes, Nikki and Alex. Very good. All right, music, movies, or sports? Uh, music. 
This male celebrity dated Britney Spears during 1999. What? They, they said, who is Britney Spears? What the fuck is wrong with the people who make this thing? Um, would this be Timberlake? It would be Timberlake, yeah. Okay. Which of the following names is not mentioned in Mambo number five? Jessica, Rita, Mary, Angelica, or Angela? Angelica. Yes. This artist is the best-selling female of the 90s. Mariah Carey? Yes. Oh, my God. The names of all five Backstreet Boys. Shannon know this. Jeez. Um, I can remember the first names, but I struggle with the last. A couple of them I knew. Well, which ones do you know? Brian? There's a Brian. Do you know his last name? Latrell? Yes. Um, you got one. <laughs> I know. I, I and the funny thing is, I always like Backstreet Boys more than NSYNC, but I can tell you the NSYNC. Guys. I can tell you. I can tell you NSYNC's <laughs> first and last names, but the Backstreet Boys I can't. And I, I the same boat. <laughs> oh God. Um. Now I'm just thinking of NSYNC, guys. Fuck off. NSYNC, <laughs> in my mind. Chris Kirkpatrick. Chris Kirkpatrick can get his ass kicked. <laughs> or send them little biscuit bastards. All right. You got Brian Luttrell. Can you at least name a couple other first names? Um. What about the main Backstreet Boy? Brian Luttrell wasn't the main Backstreet Boy? No. He wasn't the, he wasn't the main one. Who was the Justin of the group? Who was just now? I'm thinking of New Kids on the Block, guys. Fuck off! <laughs> All right, I think I think we're about out of time. <clears throat> Nick Carter, Brian Latrell, what you got? AJ McLean, Kevin Richardson, and Howie Duro, or Duro. See, I can give you the first names, but I wouldn't have known. I knew I know Brian Luttrell, Nick Carter, and then I would have been able to say AJ, Howie, and Kevin, but I couldn't give you last names there. All right, Donnie Wahlberg. Donnie Wahlberg. All right, uh, last question for music. This rapper was the first to have a hip hop album be certified diamond. So, like Hammer, MC Hammer is correct. Movies or sports. <laughs> Movies. How long did Titanic hold the top spot in the box office? Like the entire year almost. Uh, it says 14 weeks. 14. This movie is about a famous girl pop group from England on tour. Oh. Spice World. Spice World. This is the name of the beloved pig that America fell in love with at the movie theater during 1995. Now, say, it's Babe. Babe. But if you are a person of a certain age, you'd be like, did they make a Charlotte's Web movie then? This is the name of the stupid hyena in The Lion King. (laughs) That doesn't exactly (laughs) narrow it down, but... I don't even remember any of their names. The hyenas? No. 
There was Whoopi and Cheech. Well, now that's the actor who <laughs> played them. I thought that's how we played this game, Dan. <laughs> All right, well, what, what was his name? Ed. Ed. Ed and Eddie. This is the name of the genie played by Shaq. Kazam. Yup. All right, and we will end Jeopardy Trivia and end this week's episode with five questions based on 90 sports that I hope will be different than the other ones. These major American sport athletes went on strike in 1994. There'll be a Major League Baseball Players Association. Yes, sir. This is not one of the endorsement deals that Michael Jordan held in the 90s. You have four choices here. The Gap, McDonald's, Haynes, and Gatorade. Um, okay, so... What was the first two again? The Gap. McDonald's. So it's The Gap. The Gap, yep. This is the state that the Dallas Stars moved from. Minnesota. Yes, sir. I was going to say, you would know that. This NFL team won the Super Bowl in 92, 93, and 95. Who are the Dallas Cowboys? Them boys. And finally, this American sports franchise won the most championships during the 90s. During the 90s? Okay, so out of everyone who won the most... It's a whole franchise, right. And it's all sports, so... During the 90s. So think about who those top teams were. It's not the Cowboys. No, no, I'm actually thinking it was... Oh, Chicago Bulls was six. Yes, uh, yes. I'm, I started thinking it's hockey, but no. <laughs> I would have ended up guessing the Yankees. But I, I think they only got wrong. two in the 90s. No, they got like three. Three or four, but eh, I guess... They didn't, I like 90, they didn't win until like 96. I don't know. Happy Mother's Day, everybody. Uh, More anniversary stuff coming up next week. Uh, Entertainment Challenge will be returning next week. Uh, We just wanted to do something special for the patrons and get some topics from them on here. However, moving forward, we are going to make this a patron thing uh, for the six patrons who remain. And it it does kind of suck that we've lost several. But like I said, uh, I know that's partially my fault. You're not getting anything for your money. So I got to give you some stuff. So from here on out... Every week, I will be allowing the patrons to control topics on the show at some capacity. Every week here at the Nerd Table, if you are a patron under any tier, you may choose a topic for us to discuss, post it during the week. Um, You can do it right in the Nerd Table group. All the remaining patrons are part of the Facebook group. If you become a patron and want to join the group, just let me know on the patron page. Uh, Shoot me an email. I'll get you hooked up there. Uh, So every week you guys will get something for us to discuss. It can be anything related to the Nerd Table community, as long as it does not violate the rules of CKCC Radio. So obviously no politics, no religion, none of that stuff. Keep it it based. But, you know, you can ask us a question. You can give us something to to play and be part of. Like, um, on the old wrestling show, we had somebody who every week he gave us an FMK. You remember that? Yes. It was always a fuck, Mary kill, <laughs> but they went from like, remember he used to do it just to piss me off. 
Oh yeah. He'd be like, he'd be like, fuck Mary Kill, Sasha Banks, Becky Lynch, Alexa Bliss, and I'm like, you know what? I don't want to play anymore. He would do it just to just to make me mad. But uh, that was something somebody wanted to do. You can do stuff like that. You can ask us a trivia question, see if we can get it. Um, you can give us a topic, ask us something, uh, come up with a debate. You know, Coke versus Pepsi, go and like we'll discuss it. So. We'll, we're going to give the patrons that control. And then, of course, anybody is welcome to help us with content on the show. If there's something you want us to discuss, you just have to let us know what it is. You can uh, Patrons will just get their topics prioritized. And then, of course, we'll do that priority based on patron tiers. The higher tiers will be guaranteed and so on and so forth. Uh, so that's something we're going to start doing. I do want to start doing something exclusive for patrons again on the channel. We were doing the wrestling show where we were watching stuff. I want to do something more generalized that would get more people on board. Uh, one of the ideas I came up with, I know I discussed this with Dan, and you guys can give me some feedback too, is we're going to do like, kind of like what Neil deGrasse Tyson does, do like explainer videos where we do short episodes of Nerd Table, but we do base it on a very specific topic and really debate something. For example... Defending the Star Wars prequels, which Dan and I did an old podcast episode about once. And I think it's worth a discussion. So, like, there's there's stuff like that we can do. What do you guys think would be worth your time and effort if you were to give us $5 a month as a subscription fee? What kind of content can we produce for you that would make that worth your while? Let us know, because the patrons are the reason why this stuff is still free, why I can afford to keep the channel going... Because without them, I can't do that, and that would pretty much be the end of the podcast, to be perfectly honest here, guys. So, whatever I can do to keep that incentive going, please let me know. And to the patrons who've backed out, if you are listening to this, let us know why that was. If it was because I was failing to create new content for you, tell me what would win you back over. And then, uh... I do have one more idea I want to plug. This is something that I did discuss with Dan... I am going to be doing something on YouTube. I'm going to be doing the Stupid Sexy Breakdown. So the Simpsons podcast was a lot of fun to do, but I think it would make a better visual show. So I'm going to do a full breakdown of each episode so you guys can get the visuals on the stuff that I notice. Just as an example, Simpsons roasting on an open fire, very first scene. They literally park in front of the school for an assembly and get out of the car and leave the doors open. I must comment on that. So that's kind of what I'm going to do for the YouTube channel. Uh, we're going to keep doing the the WWE Sim stuff. Like I said, Eric just gave us a couple matches to work with, and I'm definitely going to do that because those are pretty funny. So I'll see if I can do Hetfield versus Mercury and Prince versus Michael Jackson, and then Eric wanted Justice League and Avengers. So, yeah, we can make that happen. That would probably be in a whole episode right there, just those three matches, because the 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 four the four on four might take an hour to record it. But yeah, got some content coming, and then uh, and I am still working on launching Streamyards and getting some content on there. That's going to be something we're going to have some fun with too. We're going to do at some point in the next couple weeks. We're going to do a live hangout with me, Dan, and Eric so, as soon as we can schedule it. Where we're literally just going to do kind of what we're doing here, except it's going to be live, it's going to be on webcam, and we're just going to bullshit, and you guys can interact with us in real time. So, that's going to be a Streamlabs test to see how that's going to go, and then we'll see about moving forward with content here. But we need to move forward, not backwards, and we're moving backwards a little bit, so I gotta fix that. That's my goal. 
Dan, before we wrap up, is there anything you'd like to add? Uh, stuff and things. Yes. If you want some awesome stuff and things, you guys need to go to our uh, our partner shows here. You guys need to partner up with them or whatever. Uh, check out the IWEP Network with my friend Anthony Blackwell Jr. Doing a great job over there. Several different shows to listen to. And check out the Watch Me Cook ta- channel with our friend Tom Dickinson on YouTube. Tom is a professional chef who teaches his art. And he puts up tons and tons of videos that you guys can check out. And of course, if you guys are planning a vacation, we have an awesome sponsor, our friend Emerson A. Cotton. Go to emersoncotton.teletravel.com, link in the description, and book your next vacation through him. You guys can mention CKCC Radio and immediately get yourself a voucher for a three-day, two-night getaway. So a free vacation is right around the corner. Why wouldn't you do that? That takes us out for this episode. We thank Eric for joining us while he was here. Happy Mother's Day to everybody. Happy Sunday to you. Have a great week. Rock on. Be excellent to one another, as Eric said. And remember, the Entertainment Challenge is returning next week. So, Dan, any advice on how they can do good during that? Well, I mean, you can be more funny. And you can get good. Exactly. See you next time. This has been another episode of The Nerd Table on CKCC Radio. Check out all the shows at ckccradio.com and make sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode.